Welcome to the SaaS Sales Mastery Podcast, your go-to podcast for B2B software as a service sales. I'm your host, Liam Alcantara. Join me as we dive into the art and science of SaaS sales. So, if you don't want to miss the chance to transform your life, career, or business, tune in and let's get started. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is officially episode number five. Nice little milestone we got here. And today we are going to cover a topic which is incredibly important, but it is often overlooked and often, in my opinion, not talked about enough. And that is dealing with the stress of sales, whether you're a sales professional a SaaS business or organization that you're that you're running, you have a team, you probably know this, sales is not easy. Now, don't get me wrong, sales is an amazing career. And obviously, as a business, you as, a, as an organization, you need sales. There's no way about that. Sales is like the oxygen of an organization. If it doesn't have it, it dies. So it's, it's obviously crucial. But in both cases, it can be a little bit of a roller coaster. You have incredible highs. Man, the highs are high. You close an amazing deal. You get this rush. You get this sense of energy. You get this sense of empowerment. You get this sense of accomplishment like nothing else. But man, when the lows come, which they do, is part of life. If you don't have the appropriate tools strategies and systems to deal with them, they can be devastating. That's just the truth. Why? Because sales is a numbers game. In many other fields and many other parts of business, you can kind of fluff things around. You can kind of shovel some dirt under the rug and look the other way. But in sales, <laughs> sales is a numbers as a numbers game, my friend. Is, is you cannot fluff it. At the end of the day, is a numbers game. Your responsibility is to deliver a certain number. You have a certain target you have to achieve. So it's very difficult to fluff in this game. In this game, mathematics are king. It's all about the numbers. So because of this dynamic, that can put a lot of pressure and expectations, whether you're an individual contributor, leader, or you're running a business. So having the ability to work and know how to dance with the stressor correctly can make a world of a difference. And if you prepare yourself properly, you can find peace amid the storm. Now, what is stress? Stress is the body's natural response to any demand or challenge resulting in physical and emotional reactions. Now, naturally, stress typically happens in a specific situation. Now, I don't, I don't know if you're aware or have been introduced to the concept of flow. It's very important. Flow teaches us something very fundamental, and that is the following. Stress occurs when the challenge at hand is greater than the skill set at hand. So when your capabilities outweigh the challenge by, by, by a lot, then things tend to be kind of boring. Picture solving a kid's puzzle. 
obviously as an adult, your mental faculties are more advanced. So it's going to be pretty easy. This is for six years old. So you put it together briefly. Oh, this, this was not very engaging. It was boring. Why? Because your, your capabilities far away the challenge. It was boring. However, when the challenge far outweighs, it doesn't have to be by a great margin, but anytime the challenge is greater than your capabilities and skill set, boom, we're in the stress zone. Flow is the ability to be in that Goldilocks zone where the challenge meets the capabilities and skill set. Now you fall into flow. Now you're flowing through the problems. You're problem solving. Time is going fast. Everything feels effortless. Ideally, in the ideal world, that's where we want to be. But life is not perfect. Sometimes the challenges are not perfectly aligned with your skill set. Things get more difficult, more challenging. Stress is rising up. What's going on? Ah, boom, we're in the stress zone. So naturally, because sales is a challenging field, this happens inevitably. So understanding this powerful concept of flow, how can we overcome these natural challenges that are going to occur in sales and SaaS sales and business? How do we overcome that? Well, as we learned from earlier, there's a couple of things, but the primary driver is going to be increasing our capabilities and skill set so that it not only meets the challenge, but that it, it, you, wanna, you, want your, you want your capabilities and skill set and competence to be higher, even higher than the challenge. So then things can go from stressful to more manageable, more effortless, and hopefully in cases easy which is absolutely possible. Now, how can we do this? There are a couple of ways in which we can do this. Let's tackle the most important one first. And in sales, that is improving your skill set. How can we improve our skill set? There's a couple of steps. You're already doing that, one of them right now, by listening to this podcast, and that is by learning the game, absorbing high-quality information about sales, so that you can have the proper mental frameworks and the proper knowledge in order to navigate this amazing game with more seamlessness. Now, the map is not, a, the, map is not the, the territory, but having access to the knowledge and the theory is a big part of, of mastery. Now, don't get stuck in theory land. Like I said, the map is not the territory. The, territory, but it is a great foundation for building your skill set. After you have a solid foundation of knowledge, practice is huge, especially practice within a safe environment. In sports, we call these drills. Before every NBA game or any NFL game, you see the athletes drilling whether it's footwork, whatever it is that they're doing, they're going to do in the game, they are drilling. However, they are drilling in a safe environment. It's just a warm-up. If it's a football game, nobody's trying to tackle you. If it's a basketball game, nobody's trying to steal the ball from you. No, it's just, it's just warm-up. It's about drilling. It's about practicing. You're developing your skills in a safe environment. This builds unconscious competence. And if you want to improve our sales, drilling and practice in a safe environment is going to be one of the most powerful tools you're ever going to use. It's a must. 
If you want to master this game, if you want to become increasingly competent, you have to drill the skills. Skills pay the bills, right? And having the ability to do so in a safer environment molds and solidifies your skill sets. So that when we go into the game, you've already done it a hundred times, which takes us to the next point in improving your skills. And that's just taking action, playing the game, experience. You're going to have to go out there. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to take actions. You're going to trip. You're going to fall, but you're going to get up. You're going to do it again. Now you need life experience. We talked about it's, it's not only about theory. The map is not the territory. You can easily get stuck in theory land. I've been there before. But then you got to take that theory to the practice room, work on those ideas, work on those concepts, drill them in live actions, role play, drilling, drilling, incredibly powerful. This builds incredible competence, which builds confidence. Confidence comes from competence, one of the sources at least. Once we have competence, we take it to the game, we take it to the field, and now we get a real life experience. That is how we build skill set. And we, we want to get the knowledge and we want to practice and we want enough life experience to the point the holy grail or unconscious competence happens. And now you're able to do things without really thinking about them. That's the holy grail. That's ideally where we want to get to. Because then our skill set will be greater than the, than the challenge and then we're going to reduce the stress. Remember, stress is a response that occurs when the challenge is greater than the skills or capabilities. When we increase the skills and they rise above the challenge, stress disappears. Like when you were solving that kid's puzzle from early on. Step number two, self-image. Improve your self-image. Now, this is more of a what may be considered more of a fluffy topic, but it's incredibly powerful. I've experienced it myself. I've experienced it with uh, people I've coached. And that is simple. Credit to Lainey Basham, by the way. Oh, an amazing book. It's called With Winning in Mind. I strongly recommend it. But there, Lainey basically talks about the power of self-image and that we are only to, we are only able to do things that we are allowed to see ourselves doing. So if your self-image is not the self-image of a top performer in sales, then you won't be able to be a top performer in sales. If your self-image is that of a person who does not work out, you're not going to work out. However, if you see yourself as a top performer, if you see yourself as a person that works out, as an example, you're more likely to take those actions. You're more likely to get those experiences and, and you're more likely to get those results. So if you think to yourself, one day I'm going to be a top performer. One day our, our business sales are going to grow in the future. That means that you're not there right now. You're not that person right now. And if you're not that person right now, how can you ever do something that you're not? So we must work on our self-image. And in this book, With Winning in Mind, Lainey Basham talks about visualizing ourselves as that person and affirming it verbally. Lainey Basham was a gold medalist in shooting competitions in the Olympics. And he talks about the fact that his original self-image was that of a loser, somebody that did not win. He was not a winner. And it wasn't until he changed his self-image and he saw himself as a winner 
it was only then when he started winning and performing during those 10 situations. So working on that self-image is incredibly important. Is it a magic trick? Is it some type of secret uh, formula that you just do this and you become amazing? No, you have to improve your skills. So that's number one. It's just a piece of the puzzle. There's more of a mindset type of thing. But we have to address it. It's incredibly important. It is part of mastery. It is having that self-image. If your self-image does not al uh, align with the result or outcome you're trying to achieve, it is very difficult for you to achieve it. Which brings us to the third point about how to reduce stress. Another source of high levels of stress in sales is outcome attachment or outcome dependence. You want it. You need it. You can't sleep without it. You can't live without it. Now, that's good when it comes to our input and the work we put in. That's amazing. But when we become obsessed or overly attached to the outcome, then you get commission breath. Then you become needy. Then you become repulsive because you want it. You need it too much. It's kind of like in the dating world. You go on a date with somebody and they want you so bad that it then becomes a negative. It becomes repulsive. And when we are attached to the outcome of what we're doing so much, this brings an inevitable high amount of stress because we're focusing on things that are out of our control. When we focus on things that are out of our control, inevitably this causes stress. Same thing in sales. You send that DocuSign and you can't stop thinking about it. You lose sleep over it. This is going to drive you nuts. We have to focus on our input and let go of the output. Focus on your input, control the controllables, do your absolute best. Then whatever happens after that, let the chips fall where they may and continue to focus on your input. I remember there have been times in my career where maybe I just finished a presentation and I put a lot of hard work into it. But obsessing over the outcome, what are they going to say? What are they going to do? Are, is this, are we going to get this deal done? Put so much stress on me. Because instead of focusing on what I was able to do, controlling the controllables, I was attached and getting obsessed with something that was completely out of my, my realm of, of control. But once I started just focusing on what I can do and making that as best as possible, and then letting go of whatever happens, happens. Let the chips fall where they may. When I started embracing that mentality of outcome independence, it was almost like I took a, a, a backpack of my, of, my, of my body. It's like I was climbing with this backpack on and I just took it off. And I was able to run up the mountain. Same thing with outcome independence. You got to let it go. Focus on your input. Let go of the outcome. Fourth point here, and we're almost done, is, you know, the obvious things, which is self-care. If you feel like you're too stressed in sales to the point you're, started, you're starting to feel it on your body, you have to take care of yourself. Whether it's hydration, nutrition, sleep, exercise, meditation, doing some breath work, socialization, talking to a friend about maybe something you're dealing with or, or a partner about some of the stressful situations in your life in general, but specifically here in your career or business. And SaaS sales can be 
an incredible way to deal with these stressors. Sometimes we, we focus on pushing and grinding and hustling, and that's important and amazing. That's one side of the formula. That's one side of the yin, but every yin has its yang. And when we push and hustle, the yang of that yin is self-care. It's slowing down. It's taking care of yourself. It's getting enough sleep. Speaking to a mentor or a friend. Imagine this. Imagine you have a long journey through a land that is going to be incredibly beautiful, but a land that is also going to be challenging. And you're making this journey on a car. How will you ever get from point A to point B if you don't take care of the vehicle? No, no, forget it. We just got to get there. We have a deadline. We just got to get there. Forget everything. And you don't take care of the car. You know what's going to happen? You're going to make it a third of the way. And then your car is going to break down. And you will not make it even halfway. You didn't change the oil. You didn't change the brakes. The motor light had been on for, 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 for the last uh, 150 miles. You completely ignored it just because you're so focused on just getting to point B. Guess what? You never made it. You made it a third way there. You cannot get from point A to point B on a significant journey, whether it's mastery, achievement, whatever goals you have, if you don't take care of the vehicle. What is the vehicle? You are the vehicle, my friend. You are the number one asset. If you don't take care of that number one asset, guess what? You're not going to make it from point A to point B. So make sure you make self-care a part of the formula. Which brings us to step five. Now I asked one of my mentors about this. And he gave me a, a really funny answer, but that it was also incredibly true. So I decided to put here. And I, I asked one of my mentors once, how do you deal with, you know, part of sales, part of business is naturally you're going to deal with some stress. In any significant endeavor, you're going to deal with some type of resistance, some type of stress. How do you deal with that stress? And he sat back, looked at me, we were having lunch, and he said, have some cash in the bank. <laughs> and that's it. He sipped his coffee and that was that that was all I needed. Five words. And he was right. There's a part of our mind. We can call it the monkey the monkey mind or the monkey part of the brain. More specifically, scientifically, we can address it as the reptilian side of the brain. But this is a, a part of your brain that security and safety is very important to it. And when it doesn't have those securities and safety nets and, and balance, it causes more stress. It causes uncertainty. So there's no stress reducer like having a year or two, uh, six to nine months is the recommended range of your expenses in an emergency fund. So no matter what happens, you know that you and your family are taken care of for a year. That's incredibly powerful. Whether you are a sales professional or a business owner, that's incredibly powerful. In the business side, it's not so much about yourself, but a safety net for the business. So that if sales are not coming in in the next three months, you have a safety net for the business of cash to keep the business living, to keep it alive. And if you're an individual contributor, that's more for you, for yourself, personally, for your family. So I hope that was able to bring your stress down. Remember, if you want to reduce your stress in SaaS sales, improve your skill set, improve your self-image, 
let go of the outcome and focus on the input take care of your vehicle and make sure you have that fa- that financial safety net if you enjoy this podcast follow us on your favorite podcast platform leave us a review and share it with any friends colleagues who might benefit from it too it was a pleasure spending some time with you and i'll see you next time